Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Room 104. Cormac and Sergio here and uh, you know we do talk to a lot of uh, very strange interesting people doing things that I would imagine the large majority of people would never even fathom to do and this next individual I, I'd imagine his mother was ter- terrified of the stuff he was getting up to as a young lad. Yeah it's really really strange because of course I grew up with a little brother obsessed with uh, wrestling you know Stone Cold Steve Austin like it was kind of acting though more so than anything else but he watched it he played with his little characters never knew anyone that did it kind of professionally though and then going back to this story someone who's taken it a step further yeah so if you're a fan of wrestling you'll know obviously the main wwe lads is very much yeah pantomime and acting and it's always uh, everyone's pretty much known that's the crack with it anyway but there's more and more kind of groups that are set up all over the world that want something a bit more hardcore that the athletes and the wrestlers that are taking part are willing to go um, and put their bodies literally on the line there's barbed wire there's broken glass there's there's nails there's things being hammered into their heads it's just absolute absolute insanity and it's not it's not really fake these lads are getting properly injured properly cut open and it's you know blood soaked rings there's various different forms of these death matches that take place all over the world and uh, joining us now is professional wrestler Brandon Kirk to talk a little bit more about some of the maybe explain maybe what the death match style of wrestling is all about and to chat a little bit about his own career maybe some of the, the situations he's found himself in inside the ring but uh, Brandon thanks very much for popping on F104 this evening hey, Thank you guys for having me appreciate it So tell us exactly what you do and how you got into this I think you guys hit the nail on the head right in that intro there strange and interesting and definitely <laughs> Is definitely the right terminology to use for it. It definitely is. It's a weird kind of niche thing in wrestling, the whole deathmatch wrestling scene. There's definitely a hard, a hardcore niche for it. And the way I got into it, you know, it's not something that I originally thought of doing. Like I didn't, I didn't get into wrestling thinking, man, I really want to go through barbed wire and pour a glass over my head. Like that wasn't my intention, but it just kind of was happenstance, really. It just kind of happened to where there was a show going on. I worked for so a promotion called GCW, um, it's a big independent professional wrestling company in, in the States. There was a match that was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be a no real barbed wire match. And one of the guys, couldn't show up and I was working for the company at the time I wasn't doing death matches and the promoter just said hey do you want to do this and you know I thought about it I was like 
I don't know. I've never done anything like this before. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll I'll try it. And weirdly enough, I loved it. (laughs) It was just this weird thing. It was like, and it's not even like I love pain or getting hurt or anything like that. It's just the thrill of it was intoxicating. And, you know, from that point on, like I was, I was hooked, you know. On that first match, I suppose, if someone is listening who mightn't be too familiar, let's say, with with the the differences in normal wrestling versus deathmatch wrestling. Yeah. What were some of the stuff that happened to you and, 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 you know, some of the things you either got hit with? Like, how did that match differ from traditional wrestling matches? Obviously, it's significantly more painful. It's, you know, there's the first time in that match in particular, so this no rope barbar match was the first time I ever went through barbed wire. And I guess originally, like, I wasn't anticipating it to be as bad as it was. I'm like, oh, they're just, you know, little spikes. It shouldn't be too bad. But those little spikes, they, they dig into your skin and they get stuck and it's pretty painful. So obviously most of the things that I'm doing, you know, in terms of the glass and stuff, you know, glass can cut you up pretty bad. You know, the barbed wire and all and, uh, light tubes and stuff like that. It's it's definitely significantly more painful than, you know, your typical professional wrestling match. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like you're in the zone, you're in this mindset of, you know, you're trying to win. But are you ever afraid you'll take it too far? I don't think so. I, but, You know, I think it's just, at the time, it's the adrenaline. Like, I hate to say that I feel invincible, but in the moment, you kind of do. You know, because I feel like the more you worry about, you know, taking it too far or potentially getting hurt, obviously you have to have be precautionary and you know make sure that what you're doing isn't going to get you severely injured but when you're in the moment and that adrenaline is swelling like you almost don't feel it and you know once you can get over that hump of you know uh, if you you guys have seen obviously the you know the vice documentary about czw and tournament death uh Mm. connor claxton one of the guys that was interviewed said it best once you get over that hump of anticipation of what you're about to go through then it's smooth sailing from there yeah, and, and I've seen that. I remember him saying that in that Vice documentary. And if you haven't seen it, and if you're listening, do check it out because it just opens your mind up to a completely different world and, you know, just a fascinating yeah. perspective uh, perspective on it. And you'll see there's guys smashing through glass, barbed wire. I've seen you as well in a wrestling match where you're, you know, bouncing uh, fluorescent light tubes off people's heads and using a cheese grater. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's carnage, it's blood, and it, and it seems to be, as you said, a small group uh, and probably a growing group of really hardcore dedicated fans who absolutely love this but what are the rules to a deathmatch wrestling fight like where are the lines drawn i guess the lines are drawn to basically to the point of where you can get seriously injured (laughs) i guess guess that's the best way i can describe it you know there's you know everything that we do in a deathmatch can be done safely you know obviously to an extent but it can be done safely. And, you know, for the most part, you won't see too many guys, you know, past that line of doing something where you're very obviously going to get seriously injured. So I guess, you know, at least for me, I mean, there's there's a handful of things that I won't do just personally because they skeep me out. But, you know, I'm not going to go out and do anything that's going to get me seriously injured. And that's kind of the mindset of everybody else, too. Like, everything that we that we do, we know, you know, we can execute safely and make sure nobody gets seriously hurt. So that's kind of how it is. And is there specific training that you have to do for this type of career? <sighs> there really isn't. <laughs> there's, I don't think there's any way to, you know, I mean, there there is, like I said, there there is safe ways to execute certain things you know like there's a specific a specific way to swing a light tube you know the obviously the you know the best way to go about swinging the light tube is going overhand and because if you decide to take it and swing it like a baseball bat and hit somebody on the side of the head with it you're going to seriously hurt them so there's you know ways that guys get taught how to execute certain things but 
you know, there really is no training or, or pre-planning into doing any of these things. And I also don't think anyone would want to. Like, I don't think, you know, going over a match beforehand, anyone would want to be like, hey, do you want to jump into this pit of barbed wire and see if we can do it right the first time before we do it in the match? So it's just kind of, you know, yeah. making sure you know how to do things properly. And, you know, it's just kind of get taught the right way, you know, before you do it as opposed to you know, actually doing it. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine there's certain, yeah, as you mentioned, there's certain ways you can manage the risk of working with the barbed wire or maybe glass or, or whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm sure exactly. some of and it it's is like, maybe... And it's like anything. It's like anything, you know, even in a, in a regular professional wrestling match, there's, there's a right way to give a suplex. There's a right way to you know, put in a headlock and, you know, just like yeah. deathmatch wrestling, there's a right way to do everything. You know, um, these these death matches are obviously they're obviously more extreme than your traditional wrestling, right? Are, are they legal in all states in the United States? States have different guidelines. You know, with, with the states it's weird because every state has an athletic commission, but certain states don't recognize professional wrestling as a sport, so it kind of varies where, wherever you go. Right. Like New York, for example, any do anything to do with glass or blood or anything like that is completely off limits. You know, they they take professional wrestling very seriously there so there's always somebody from the commission at the buildings there's always you know fire marshal and all that stuff to make sure none of that stuff happens other states don't really care as much like new jersey it's kind of like the wild west here <laughs> you know it's, mm. anybody can you can really get it you know according to the rules glass is against the is against the rules but there's really nobody around to enforce it so you can kind of get away with it more and you know it, it, just, it varies by state and what do your family make of you doing this <laughs> Oh, oh, they love it. Um, no, they, they, they're they always worrying about me. You know, you know, my parents, they're not huge fans, but, but but they support me nonetheless. They know, you know, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. So they're always very supportive. But of course, you know, my mother's always having a heart attack when, when she sees <laughs> the things that I post about what I'm doing in my matches. But, yeah, you know, I can imagine because if, if, if you've just tuned in, we're chatting to uh, Brandon Kirk, who's a professional wrestler, but takes part in the deathmatch kind of wrestling styles, which is a lot more extreme and more painful and more, um, not lethal, obviously, but a lot more blood um, and gore involved in these matches. What are some of kind of the more painful or kind of worst injuries that you've ever experienced? I'm trying to think. There's a lot of things that are painful, but I'll still do them. There's, uh, I don't know if you guys know what gusset plates are. So basically, no. gusset plates are just these, these metal plates that have spikes on the bottom of them. And they're used for construction, so they're used to put two by fours together, you know, for, for building structures. And we kind of put them, you know, you can bang them in each other's heads or in their arms. And that's really painful. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's one thing that I, I hate doing, but I do it anyway. And it's a weird thing to say, but I get the most amount of blood when I do it that way. More times than not, I like if somebody puts it in the top of my head and I can get the, the blood flowing. That way I don't have to cut up my foreheads because my forehead surprisingly isn't that bad. I don't look, you know, like my I'm all carved up, but you know that's something that I'll do. But it's extremely painful. But my barbed wire, like you would think that it's not as bad as it is, and it's a very common thing in deathmatch wrestling. You know, most guys will do it, but you know, like I said, it gets it gets stuck inside of you. It rips your skin. It's really painful. And then, you know, light tubes don't hurt that bad, but depending on how they break, those shards of glass can get pretty big and they can slice you pretty bad. So, you know, when that does go bad, that's also pretty painful. So those things are, <laughs> those are probably the worst things. Now, I've seen the video, but for anyone that hasn't seen it, what would be a typical match? What's it like? I mean, do you have the equipment set up and ready to go that you're going to use for the match or is it just sporadic? Yeah, so they, most promotions have a crew of guys that are in the locker room just kind of putting all these 
contraptions together. So, you you know, you, you go into the locker room, you walk around, you see just a crew of guys just taping light tubes together and stapling barbed wire onto onto to doors and tables and stuff like that. So, you know, you normally have a, a, a crew of guys just putting everything together and they'll, they'll come up to you and ask you what you want to use you know, for that particular match. And they'll construct it for you. They'll put everything together, and right before you match, the whole crew will go out and just lay everything out in the ring right before the match. So, pretty interesting. Is there, I don't mean to be rude in asking this, but is there much money in it? Like, are you able to do this full-time? Yeah, there's, I would say, significantly more money in doing this than, you know, having a standard wrestling match. Yeah. You know, is the risk is the risk reward factor like is it is it worth it? To some people, no. You know, some people, no. I don't want to get scarred up or anything like that. The scars don't bother me, so that's not a big deal. And you know, at least to me, I, I feel like I'm relatively good at what I do. So to me, it is worth it. You know, making that extra few hundred dollars to do a match like this, it's worth it to me. And I could you know make a full time living off of it. I I don't really at this point because you know it's hard to do this type of match too often because you know eventually you're body it's going to catch up with you you know I'll, yeah. i'm lucky if i do maybe one or two death matches a month and you know besides that i keep it to you know my standard wrestling matches my body wouldn't wouldn't be able to handle handle doing this you know every weekend you know so i guess it is a newer version of wrestling as such so do you hope that this expands to other countries or are you are kind of happy i hope so small? i hope so i mean i do enjoy the the fact that it is a little niche type thing you know to where it almost feels like like an underground kind of thing like it feels like fight mm. You know, because when you go to some of these grittier type venues and, you know, you're like you're in a barn somewhere, but you got like 200 crazy, rabid, bloodthirsty fans hanging out like it feels like it's its own thing. But then on the other hand, I do I would like for it to be more universal because, you know, wrestling is like flavors of ice cream. You know, there's regular wrestling and comedy wrestling and all this stuff. And I would like for it to be more universal thing and something for people to to appreciate, you know, like. I would love to see it on a grander scale and people actually appreciate the things that we do besides, you know, besides the little niche crowd that we have. Yeah, I'm, I'm always wondering as well, though. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if... I know there is wrestling that takes place here, but I'm not sure if the, the, the deathmatch style of wrestling actually takes place here. The only reason I can think of is our insurance cartels would have a conniption <laughs> and would probably never, <laughs> ever be able to insure anything like this. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah I don't I mean, know if I, I could sit through a match either. I mean, if I was going out with you or married to you, I would be just so nervous all of the time. <laughs> That's how my, my wife is. You know, she's... <laughs> the other day, I actually had a, a match on, on Saturday where I did some crazy stuff and she's at home sitting, you know, watching it on pay-per-view and just texting me as soon as I come back, texting me. It's like, you're crazy. Why do you do this stupid stuff? You know, she's just going... She's going crazy. I mean, she's just as supportive too, but, you know, it obviously makes her a little nervous some of the things that I do. Yeah, well, 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 yeah, jumping into barbed wire and glass and cheese graters and light poles <laughs> and everything being bounced off your head. I'm sure she's not... I'm, su- I'm sure sometimes she feels like she wants to do that to you because you've stressed her out so much. She's just like, give me the light <laughs> thing, smash. Oh, yeah, because, uh, well, I would say that she's actually more mad at me than anything because she's the one that's got to clean me up when I get home. <laughs> and she's the one that's got to put all the peroxide and clean the glass <laughs> off of my body and take the thumbtacks out of my head. So oh, that's her God. responsibility when I get home. I'm also not the most pleasant person after I'm done with these death matches because I'm sore. I can barely walk. I got cuts all over my body. I'm not the most pleasant person to be around. So <laughs> she's more pissed off than anything. Superwoman. Oh, yeah. It could be a new form of uh, relationship therapy, these death matches in the ring, where you just get out all the frustration <laughs> oh, yeah. and anger. I feel, well, real quick, I, I kind of did turn her to the dark side a little bit. 
because I kind of I got her into doing this to uh, at least dabbling into the deathmatch world a little bit. She had a match for CZW, and it was an exploding barbed wire match <laughs> where the the ropes were barbed wire instead of ropes. And when she got suplexed into the ropes, it exploded. But, so <laughs> I was able to get her wow. to dabble and do it a little bit. So I, wow. I, think it, I think it made her appreciate what I do a little bit more. Now. That is God. one open-minded, understanding mm-hmm. wife you've got there. Don't... Don't go screwing that oh, yeah. there. You're going to have to keep her. Yeah, exactly. God. Well, well, listen, if you are interested in having a look at uh, Brandon's matches in his wrestling, a lot of his stuff goes up on uh, uh, on online anyway. You can check him out on Twitter. The Real underscore Kirk. You can check him out there. There's tons of uh, videos that he has as well. You've got stuff on your YouTube channel as well. Your YouTube channel uh, is called what? The username? I think it's just Brandon Kirk. Definitely go check it out. It's 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 different, as we said. It's strange. It's weird. It's interesting. It is, uh, it is mad and it's insane. And Brandon is one of the uh, those people who gladly and willingly jumps into the ring with some of the most uh, dangerous objects you can find. Brandon Kirk, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure and eye-opener. Uh, tell your wife we said hello and we will chat to you again soon. Will do. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.